It's Strawberry Wine Time with Dina Carter and some friends here on the Music Universe podcast. You got to go get your strawberry wine. Come on. Come on. I, I have my... I have champagne over here. I guess that might sort of. Oh, there you go. You know, I don't think I've ever had strawberry wine. I'm going to be honest. Uh, What is that? Is that technically rosé or is that something else? I don't know. I don't know my alcohol. I don't either. either. I don't either. And now, obviously, (laughs) the interviews with Dina Carter only, but I said in Friends because this 25th anniversary release of Did I Shave My Legs for This includes some uh, famous friends, some newcomers, some classic country artists and uh i talked to her about all that you couldn't join me for the interview but it was such a cool interview it started off uh the video audio started off a little rough over zoom but uh we were able to uh manage to make it work and uh we're going to show the whole thing if you're listening you might want to check out youtube for that but uh the 2021 edition includes uh new recordings of Strawberry Wine and the title track. Uh, Strawberry Wine features uh, Dina Carter with Martina McBride, Lauren Elena, Ashley McBride, Kylie Morgan, and Vince Gill, who's playing guitar. Did I Shave My Leg for This? Includes Dina again with Terry Clark, Sarah Evans, Ashley McBride, and Vince Gill returning on guitar. So uh, if you get the CD copy, you get the two bonus tracks. If you get the digital copy, you get a slew of tracks that were released in other versions of the album as well as vault releases and we get into me friends more getting over a little bit of a viral thing but please continue yeah well i mean that's pretty much it you know it's uh dina carter here uh talking about the 25th anniversary of did i shave my legs for this and a special show at the ryman that she's got coming up as well dina carter welcome to the music universe podcast 25 years since your iconic album did i shave my legs for this and its song strawberry wine it's just a staple across the country music universe as well as pop culture what do you think 25 years you're celebrating it five times platinum how does that happen (laughs) well i you know i never would have dreamed that i would be sitting here 25 years after an album release that we had it was just such an amazing debut album for a new artist, me, and I just, you know, it was a lot of hard work from so many people for quite a few years before it ever hit the market. So I wasn't surprised that it was successful as because of the teamwork that was behind it, you know, but it was surprising that it was just like song after song after song. You know, we had five singles on the, on the record which was unheard of for a new artist back then. And just the, the chart toppers and the videos were put, I mean, so groundbreaking. It just seemed like everybody was on their best game, you know, putting out their best effort for this record to climb as high as it could and go as far as it can. And I, I'm so grateful for that because we just had a great team of people that it took to get it up there. So. Uh, you know, 25 years of longevity, pinch me. I, I'm just still so grateful and humbled by that. But it was a whole lot of hard work with a lot of visionary people. And I'm very grateful to have been able to work with them. Yeah. And you got this new release uh, on November 5th. It's the 25th anniversary edition. You recut 
Strawberry Wine and the title track with some big superstars, some upcomers. How, how did the collaboration video <laughs> come about? Well, um, I had worked with uh, some of the artists before in various different, you know, opportunities throughout all these years. So Martina came out before I did, and I really looked up to her. And I had written with her over the years and reunited with her at the Tanya Tucker tribute that we did with Brandy Carlisle and the CMAs and just always good to see her. So I wanted to include her because she was inspiring to me and she said yes. And um, Ashley McBride and Lauren Elena, I had worked with on an ACM honors event and love everything that's happening for both of those girls. Lauren had uh, I'd written with her and then she recorded a song that was a nod to Strawberry Wine and her song, Songs of the 90s and or Ladies of the 90s. And, you know, I pulled them in and uh, Kylie Morgan's a new artist that just has such a unique sound and such a cool artistic vibe about her. I was excited to pull her in. And then Sarah Evans and Terry Clark we are sort of comrades in the class that we came out in, you know, around the 90s. And they're very funny. They have great sense of humor. And I just love them. And they're very unique. They're very different from each other. But we all had a spot on radio, you know. And so I pulled them in. And Vince Gill was, especially for Shave, they were just perfect to do Shave with me. That was exciting and then Vince uh, played guitar on both songs Strawberry Wine and Did I Shave My Legs for This those are the re-recorded songs we're talking about and um, I, he was very instrumental in helping me initially by coming back in 96 coming to the in-store on at Tower Records on West End Avenue in Nashville and he stood in the back of the room and just his presence there was such an endorsement and a statement that um, it was very, very sweet that he was so, so supportive early on of me as an artist and the record as a whole. And so I had to have him be a part and play, at least play the guitar on the two songs and be featured in that way. Yeah, and uh, it, I've heard both of them. I love the originals and I love the new versions. I think it's really going to click with uh, a new crop of country because 90s country has made a huge comeback recently. Mm -hmm. And uh, your music just stands as part of that iconic branch of country. My favorite uh, version of country, that era, 90s and everything. Now, Strawberry Wine. I, I was 12 when it came out, didn't understand <laughs> what the song meant, but so many people are singing it now. How did you get the song? Because I know you didn't write it. Yes. Well, my fr I was a fan of Matresa Berg and she co-wrote it with Gary Harrison. And when, you know, we had a whole version of this album that came out over in the UK and I went over there and toured first because being a Nashville native, I'm born and raised in Nashville. And my dad was a, an A-list studio player and a producer. And so I wanted to go cut my teeth overseas and get my sea legs under me before I came back to perform even in Nashville because it just such the bar is so high there. And um, anyway, so when we came back, we were looking for more songs to sort of have a, a broader project to include the community. And I didn't want to sing outside songs 
at all. And so if I was going to sing them, I was going to go find the ones that I wanted. And I was just a huge fan of Matresa. And when she gave me strawberry wine, it was like, man, this is my life story. I lived, you know, had a boyfriend from an early age all the way through high school and college. And all of my first were with him, everything, you know, I just kind of grew up with him and my grandparents had a farm. It looked, the whole thing was so autobiographical. It was crazy. Oh. And um, anyway, so she gave, I got strawberry wine and we danced anyway. And I took those in to Capitol at, in the same pitch session. And she had co-written We Dance Anyway with Randy Scruggs, who's from the amazing Scruggs family. And I love Randy. Um, so those were just, they were so different sounding. And Strawberry was just my life story. It was like, that was a given. I was white knuckling that. There was no way I was going to let go of that song. Mm -hmm. I had to sing it. And We Danced Anyway was just so... The demo was so amazing that she did. It just sounded so different. And I thought, wow, I haven't heard anything like this on country radio. And it just has such a cool vibe to it. Funky, you know, it kind of matches some of the other things we had that we had a little more. That's the thing too. the record. It had a different uh, tempo to it. You know, it was groundbreaking in that way. It had more of a funky feel to it as opposed to just straight one and three, four on the floor. Um, rhythm and so dance just fit in perfect in that way so yeah those were the two I took in and and ironically they became eventually the number the first number one and the second single that went to number one like you know back to back so mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that till the other day and that's how those came out it was very cool and you also have uh, obviously we're talking about how do I get there as well and count me in I also read somewhere that you actually were the first country artist to use like a, a drum machine or a drum loop. And it's on one of those songs, right? Yes. It's on how do I get there? And uh, absolutely. It was the first drum loop on country radio ever. And I mean, they like Alabama, they had drum machines back in the day. They would use them rhythmically. But they, uh, you know, the 80s sound, you can definitely hear the difference. Um, but as far as tempo-wise and funky, that's how I feel my rhythm is in two and four. And it was super important for us to have that loop on that song for me. So that had to be there. And, and it broke a lot of records. You know, it set a lot of records, I guess, as a new artist and a debut record to have the singles it had and the success that those climb the charts and to sonically be very different. And visually I had the oriental rugs on the floor, you know, and the blow up furniture and the incense. It was very barefoot, hippy dippy, which was super different. I was playing electric guitar, which not many women did at all, um, as well as acoustic. And a couple, I played mando and a couple of different instruments on stage. People had like Barbara Mandrell and other women that had paved the road musically that were truly um, like musical virtuosos on many, many instruments. Mm -hmm. um, but it was just really fun to play an electric and play my mando through a wah pedal and just crazy stuff that I hadn't heard a whole lot of before. And it really 
got the attention, especially the new artists and artists that were coming up and that were in the class with me. I, you know, I see, I saw everybody then start to have rugs and adorn their mic stands with stuff and all the sequins and the jewel bejeweled this and the bedazzled that and yeah. the well, incense and everything. Oh yeah, definitely hippie vibes all around. And another thing <laughs> I wanted to bring up is you have multiple versions of the title track. Yeah. Uh, the, of course, the original radio version, there's a live version. And then there's like a live studio mix that I heard once on the radio. I'm like, I got to seek this out. And it took me years, but I finally found this. Um, oh, wow. Because it, it went from the like the waltzy 6-8 to the straight 4-4, four, four, almost double time. I'm a musician, so that's why I know these things. And yeah. straight to that and really started rocking. Is that the way you perform that uh, live for those who haven't seen you? We did for a while, and we were flirting with that again recently. It's funny you bring that up because I was just talking to someone about how over the 25 years of touring, you get away from the original record. You know, you can really go a whole different direction. I know Strawberry's a lot slower now. We have, you know, there was a period there where we had more like Allman Brothers dueling guitars with the so harmonic solos and stuff, which was just mm -hmm. epic because it, you know, the song was such an impactful song for me personally, like, you know, before the world ever heard it. And then the world responded the same way I did that those guitar that live element really our shows were like rock and roll shows mm -hmm. for real like nobody no girls especially were doing a rock show like we were and it was great it was so much fun to take those songs and put them to life in a live show and I think that was also impactful for the fan base to get outside of the record and be at a, an event and see the expansion, you know, of the live version of things. So it was so much fun to do that. And I can't believe you found it. Where did you find that? That's amazing. Uh, it's a website called Discogs. You can literally find anything. In fact, I also found, well, I've got the original, but I got that one too. Oh, wow. That's awesome. On the that's mall so on cool. The, I'll um, have to check it out. That's very cool. Yeah, and they have promos, everything. So I had to find that because I actually thought it would be a bonus track on here, but I know the digital version has 10 additional tracks that the CD doesn't. Um, before we get on to the, um, the upcoming show, is there a vinyl release possibly in the works? I know that's huge right now. You know, they did a great, a beautiful vinyl release for the 20th anniversary five years ago. Hmm. And so that is available of the original record, but this has got a lot of digital content. It's an expanded version. Like you said, there's tracks that had never been heard songs that I wrote um, and we recorded. They're just, some are rough demos. Some are a little more, you know, produced and elaborate. And it's super, I did of those with Jimmy Bowen who signed me and um, just super cool. To hear them, I was really nervous when I saw the song titles. I was like, oh, you know, I haven't even heard them in 30 years. So, that's so um, it's cool. And they brought over some of the UK videos that we did when I was 20, in my early 20s. I have no wrinkles. I'm so excited they brought that out of the vault. Um, 
of a couple of songs. I think Daddy, Will You Marry Me? And, uh, oh no, Are You Coming Home Today? And Angel Without a Prayer. So they, they just went and dug through the vault and we had a lot of Zoom calls of what they'd found and, you know, just walked down memory lane this whole year preparing for the release and getting to announce the release on October 3rd, which is the day that the album came out in 96. That was cool. So we put a lot of heart into the whole process, you know, and the record, the re-release version of all this content is coming you know, November 5th. So super excited about it. Yeah, I know we're, we're excited. I'll pick up the CD with the two bonus tracks as well. And you also have a special hometown 25th anniversary Ryman show with some special guests coming up November 18th. Tell us about that. <clears throat> I cannot wait. I have, I'm born and raised in Nashville. I'm a unicorn, a row rat, you know, and I have never headlined the Ryman and I am just so excited about it. We're just, we're, we are promoting and asking people to come down so they can be a part of the night with us. We're going to have Charles Eston and Breland are opening the show with their two sets. And then we'll have Terry Clark's coming down. I know Kylie, she sang with me, the new artist who y'all know, probably know Kylie Morgan. She's, her career's starting to take off and she'll come down and some other artists we've invited we're waiting to hear on their schedules because some are coming rolling off the road that you know day or rolling on the road so um, <laughs> we've got a few tbas for that night and we're just so grateful and excited for everybody to come and be with us so y'all get your tickets well, that's going to be a big show um two more questions one is that possibly going to be taped and uh live streamed you know, I have not had that conversation, so I'm sure that is coming up with the planning, you know, of our, our rehearsals and sound checks and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for putting that pin on the map. I will make sure we inquire to make to see what's going on with that. That would be the perfect place to do it in for sure. Yeah, that would be great to see as well for those that can't make it. Um, yeah. And the final question, because I know we're running short on time, uh, tour, you have anything in the works? Absolutely. We have been touring. We did actually even uh, for this whole time, 25 years, we, we always tour, go on the road mm. every year. And even with the pandemic um, and everything that's happened, we've managed to stay busy and it's been such a blessing. So yeah, we've got gigs already coming in for 2022 and we've got a few shows even after the Ryman show leading into the holidays, um, right around Thanksgiving. So That'll wrap us up. And then we're gearing up for 2022. So it's going to be great. Awesome. Well, we're looking forward to it. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? I just want to thank you, buddy, so much for taking the time and the interest and the effort that you put into artists and the music side of this. It's really cool, the oh. investment that you put towards us. And I appreciate that. And to all the fans. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for 25 plus years of amazing blessings and God bless y'all. Thank you. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Appreciate it. Come back anytime and hopefully I'm in Bakersfield. So hopefully I can find some West Coast shows. To oh, I would love it. You know, I was in California for 20 years. I just left there two years ago and it'll always hold the most special place. I went through 
my thirties there, my forties there. Like it was, uh, my son was born there and it's just California is a beautiful place. So it is. Yeah. Well, yes. Here and appreciate it. And I uh, love the pets and love the music. And <laughs> what's ahead. Thank you, buddy. Have right, a beautiful you. day. You too. <laughs> Bye. So buddy, did you shave your legs for that interview? No. I just shave. So you just shave your legs in general? Never. I'm not you. Oh, please. You were a swimmer, weren't you? No, I don't swim. And I wouldn't shave my legs if I did. You're supposed to. But the whole aerodynamic thing with swimming is you're supposed to be hairless. I am. Well, I'm not athletic and I've got enough hair. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of what we've got, I wore this because we're going back to the 90s today. This is another Manuel. This is Isaac's Manuel that you've heard us talk about on other shows. This mm -hmm. is Isaac's Manuel. I make him keep it here so that uh, it stays clean. He lives with some smokers. And I said, listen, that kind of fabric, it'll absorb scent like you wouldn't believe. So I make him keep it here. I said, I'm wearing it for this wrap because I didn't get to take part in the interview. And um, I didn't get to take part in the interview. So I'll just wear it for the 10 minutes it takes to do this wrap. And then I'll put it back in the closet. And he was like, okay, but... I know that feeling. I know that feeling of being reticent to let anybody touch your Manuel because it's well, so precious. Another reason you wanted him to leave it there so you can wear it. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say you're wrong because now there are two Manuels in my house. So, you know, that, that actually fit me. And I'm a little jealous because these sleeves actually fit me a little better than my own. But... Um, yeah, could not. Uh, I, I bargained with him. I said, dude, I said, you are known to reach into my clean laundry basket, pull out a pair of my own underwear. And before I can go, that's mine. You have them on. I said, I'm wearing an undershirt. <laughs> I said, this is fine. It'll be fine. It's just TMI minutes. right there. I mean, I know. I, I, know. I told him he pissed me off today. Actually, we're throwing an event later on. He pissed me off today. So I told him I was going to embarrass him. <laughs> Why don't you bring like, him in to him that way? <laughs> What's that? Bring him into the camera. Let him be embarrassed that way. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. He's too tall. You just see like his like his torso. He's way too tall. Yeah. Anyway. He's tall. Um, can you believe, though, we didn't get to talk about this too much. Can you believe it's been 25 years since that album? No. no. Yeah. 20-something years since anything 90s country is a little scary to me. Yeah. I mean, a lot of um, a lot of thirtieth anniversaries right now too. So many. Oh, sure. the wind. Can yeah. you believe it? Thirty. Say again. Rope in the wind. Thirty years. Wow. And something I it just popped into my head talking about this means I've been a country fan for thirty years. And that means no fences is thirty-one. Yeah. Yeah. And then Garth okay. Too. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm retiring. I'm done. I'm 27, and I'm done. I'm done. Those albums are older than you. I'm aware. I'm aware. But the thing is, they were big throughout the decade. Like, you know, you, you'd hear the songs no matter what year it was. They they continued to play them years and years later. So, you know, they're kind of timeless in that way. Well, as you heard me talk to dina about it uh strawberry wine is still a staple today sure but in 96 when it came out it was just a monstrous hit and it just 
tells you what kind of impact 90s era country music still has today as many artists are reverting back to that sound i mean carly pierce's new album is 90s uh even features patty loveless on backing vocals luke combs is the ultimate 90s guy right now i mean it's just such an awesome era of music i can't believe 25 years for that 30 for many more i mean it's it's really cool to to have that nostalgia of that era of country music which is my favorite era of of the genre you know and i have to say in regards to the shirt folks who are watching this <clears throat> i logged on to the zoom but he didn't say a word i don't think i told him i was going to do this i might have but he didn't say a word i just said we're doing dina first and didn't say a word he knows me too well i can't uh, surprise him with my get-ups anymore and i'm sad no I mean, you know, we do have these shirts, but. Oh, <laughs> there you Get go. Ready for the next one we're going to do. Yeah, there you so. go. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, for that... the Music in First podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening or watching on socials. Hit that subscribe, like, share button, and uh, be sure to check us out at themusicuniverse.com. Okay. <laughs>